0: In the building, my life been a movie. I should have filmed it nicely with the pin game. Pops taught me to spit game. Get your cameras ready. We have catch when I'm in frame product opinionated. When I'm coming through smooth with it, I'll be kicking back. Sugar Google it when a black to the booth. He the truth, just another lane lock. I'm a crown heights legend still repping the same block. You are now listening to the Life of Product Podcast. Yeah. what up what up man it's the boy product and now locked into the life of product podcast shouts out to the listeners the supporters shouts out to Inca fm for the sponsorship for the distribution shouts out to the youtube subscribers the old subscribers the new subscribers shouts out to the future subscribers that i got more coming i already know i'm manifesting it right now i love all of y'all i really appreciate y'all man for rocking with the kid for supporting the show on every level for the shares for the likes for the repost even even the people that jump on my uh my uh tiktok comments And you know what I'm saying? They kind of don't be agreeing with me, but I kind of like that. I'm not going to lie to you because creative conversation is something that I'm all about. Creative conversation pushes the narrative. You know what I'm saying? It lets me know I'm not just talking to myself. I'm actually talking to y'all and y'all are actually listening. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all need to open your ears more, clean the wax out, and get on this wave that I'm riding. (laughs) You know what I mean? But yeah, bong, bong, man. It's episode 88 um last episode i had did i had talked about um my really good friend that passed away richard parker rest in peace to big cat you know what i'm saying um i hope you are in heaven smiling blessings to you and your family man this is episode 88 episode 88 is titled have you healed yet have you healed yet have you is this a question that you can honestly answer because a lot of people need healing man and it's okay it's okay don't let me tell y'all something right as you ask yourself this question have i healed yet do not get mad at yourself if you if the answer is no. Don't beat yourself up about it. Don't overthink it. Do not overthink it. You know this. It might be a question you cannot answer fully. It might be a question you cannot answer right now, and that's all right, yo. We're, we're human. You are human. When it comes to certain things in humanity, you are allowed to move at your own trajectory, move at your own pace. You you don't have to be at the same level ten other people are at. If there's people in your family and they where they need to be at in life, and they got there before you. Fast into you, that's cool. It's all good. Now the clock ticking, I ain't saying take forever to get there, but it's all good. So you know, there are people that have experienced things. Me myself, I have experienced things where I have to ask myself, have I healed yet? And I, honestly, for me to be a hundred percent honest with y'all, if I ask myself, have I healed yet? If I had to answer that question on my own right now, I would say I'm about seventy-five percent healed. Because I am a realist. I I've I've been blessed to have a, a, a very great relationship with god i've been blessed to have a village around me not not just as a child but growing up see you know the thing with that right you know they say it takes a it takes a village right it takes a village and we always look at that from a perspective of for children but it also takes a village for adulthood why can't that adult have a village around them adult adults that have villages around them a lot of them prosper a lot of them function great now i know i know a lot of adults that are fully functional on their own. I told y'all I am a lit loner. I'm a little introverted, but I still have a small group of people that support me, you know, closely, and I support them, whether it's family or friends. Like, if you're a friend and, and I rock, then I'm going to rock with you like family. That's that's just me. So that village is important. If I had to ask myself, have I healed yet? I would say I'm 75% healed. 75%. I And I say this because, you know, I dropped the episode... Um a while back, I forgot which episode number it was, and I was talking about closure, where I said, me personally, I don't need closure. I've gotten to that point in life. It's something I don't expect. I think it's a little uh unrealistic because I can't function off of what somebody else has to give me emotionally, what somebody has to give me verbally. I cannot function day to day off that. so I've kind of put that in me and instilled that in myself the way i right, I'm gonna keep on going on i'm gonna keep moving past that. but I would say I've healed about 75%. It it was a long road to get where I'm at as far as that 75%. That 75% was not easy. Yo, I carried stuff. I carried anger in me from my childhood that went to my adulthood. Let me tell you something. I carried anger from my childhood. I carried embarrassment from childhood to like like certain things would trigger it. Certain things would trigger it. And it's like, I'm not... and, and You know, when 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 you look at it during that time, whether it's childhood, when you look at it, even as an adult, you might think you're the only person going through that. You might think you're the only person that's experienced that, that was experiencing that. A lot of kids from our hood experienced that. A lot of black kids, a lot of kids in general experience things similar. And they carry that. We, We carry that to adulthood. You know what I'm saying? I've had situations growing up where people just didn't like me. New York is a very hard city. New York City, Brooklyn and general, was a very hard place to live and grow up. I've met some of the meanest, meanest people in my life from back home. The meanest people. In my, I've, I've met kids that had the devil in them, that was evil, dirty, would kill you if they could get away with it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I've, I've had fights with, with kids in and, and, and whatnot just off the strength because I was fat and overweight, which happens a lot in the world. A lot of kids that are, that are obese get picked on. You know what I'm saying? Leave that kid alone. That kid like eating the second and third uh, uh, dinner at night, let that kid do what he's doing. You have no right to pick on that kid or to bully that kid because of their appearance. You have no right to do that. So some of these things, man, you you know, when, when when I was growing up, my mother was a chain smoker. And my mother used to smoke, you know, cigarettes in the house. A lot of parents nowadays, I've seen a lot of parents nowadays tend to step outside the house. Go outside and smoke outside the house. Go out in the hallway if they live in an apartment building. They'll smoke by the window, things like that. Well, my mother didn't do that. God bless my mother. I love her. I love her. You know, may she rest in peace. May she, may help me, you know, God bless her soul. But I'm just giving you all facts. My mother smoked in the house. She was a chain smoker. It was all in my clothes. Me and my siblings, we would go to, it would would be in our book bags and things like that. I've had teachers not want to stand next to me when I need help with work. I will go. I remember one particular situation. I used to go to 221. I used to, Fam, I'm, I'm really, really from Crown Heights. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 yo, I told y'all the story about how when I was like 15, I moved to North Carolina the first time. Shouts out to North Carolina, but I'm not from North Carolina. I live in North Carolina and I'm not from North Carolina. I got back to North Carolina after the first time uh, two and a half years ago. I am not from North Carolina. I, I rock with y'all, but y'all be trying to claim me like I was born and raised here. I was not raised with y'all. I was not. I'm really from Brooklyn, fam. So I used to go to 221. And I remember particularly, I, I think I was in the fifth grade and I had a teacher. I hated this teacher. If I seen this lady now, I would, I would probably verbally let her have it in the most disrespectful way. This woman was a very evil woman. Um, This woman, I had to go to her desk and the woman said, you, you stink. Don't stand next to me. And I'm looking at her like, yo, who, who are you talking to? Yes, I do. I have no control of that. And I'm walking away. She was like, you need to stop coming to school smelling like cigarettes. And I was like, say it to my mother. That's what I said. I, I was one of the kids. I would talk back, fam. I would talk back. I said, say it to my mother. She shut up when I said that. Lady, I was 10 years old. I was, you, do, I, do I look like I was sitting around smoking cigarettes at 10 years old? And I was, no. No. You, you know my situation. There was other kids in the class that was in the same situation as me. Um, to hear that from an adult, that level of disrespect as an adult, I've, I've gotten disrespect growing up in New York that broke my spirits. And this was disrespect outside the home. It's a hard city. You can't see New York is one of those cities where you can't come home crying about everything every day. You cannot come home crying about that because that foundation, that village in your household is not trying to hear that. And that's one of the best things that ever happened to me. I was not allowed to come home crying about everything every day. I had to poke my chest out I had to let my nuts hang you feel what i'm saying a lot of y'all young kids nowadays don't understand that y'all be so emo about everything i under i i get the part the part that you need somebody to talk to talk to your, your foundation go get counseling go get therapy i get that part but at a certain point let your nuts hang stop being so soft i was not given the 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 opportunity or the luxury to be soft with stuff like that. I used to have kids talk about me, yo, you, you stink, you smell bad. And I used to be like, I take a shower before I come to school every day. I take a shower before I go to bed every day. I don't stink. And it was so bad with the cigarette smoke, it was it like, it, I became oblivious to it. I didn't realize how bad I smelled until I left and moved out of my mother's house when I was 15 years old. That's and when, when I moved out of my mother's crib when I was 15 and I went back to visit, that's when it really hit. It really hit me like, "Yo, this was me every day going to school, smelling like this." And, and you know, I got a lot of discrimination from other kids. I got discrimination from a, a couple other teachers and faculty members. I, I used to. So after, um, I told you a story. After I left, um, elementary school. After I left two twenty one, um, I finished, um, junior high school at 7th, one, seventh eighth grade. But my first uh, uh sixth grade school year. In junior high school, I went to Philip Pascala. I had to take a whole like a city test. I was um, accepted into it and boom, 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 I had to take two buses, right? So the the best bus, the easiest bus for me to take was the 46 to the 52, I believe it was. And I, used, I think I used to go, I forgot what street that was I used to take it to. It was right, it was right where that old folks home was at. My grandfather used to live there God rest so he passed away. Um, There would be people on both buses that would not want to sit next to me. I remember a lady, a lady one year. um. Had, I was sitting in one of the seats by the window, and a lady sat next to me. Looked at me, sniffed it, and got right back up. And it was it was one of the most embarrassing things of my life. And you, you know, I've I've healed from that, but it, it took a long time for me to get to the point where I healed from that. It affected me. It it really affect it affected me to the point where I'm a little OCD when it comes to like like how my crib smells and things like that. I'm I'm the person I got I got plugins in the crib. I got for breeze. I got all the air from every day. I, I just don't, I don't, uh uh-uh, uh, I don't play that. Um, but I'm glad I got to experience that. I got I'm glad I got to experience that because it's made me want more in life. It's it's made me want more to the point where I'm not gonna accept certain things, I'm not gonna do certain things, I'm not, I'm not for it, I'm not with it. I'm not, I'm I you know, I'm not the type of dude, like I, I'll smoke hookah every now and then, but I'm not i I'm not a weed smoker. I am not a cigarette smoker. You know, I had dated somebody for a minute. She she smoked cigarettes or whatever. I was I was cool with that. I didn't I, I didn't judge her because that was her thing. That was her thing. You know what I mean? Um, could I see me settling down with somebody that smokes cigarettes in the house every day? No, definitely not not. Um, if 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 she was a smoker, it would have to be outside the house. It could not be in the house. And that's kind of stretching it for me because I just don't like that. That energy is is it's it's a turnoff, and it reminds me of when I was a kid. Like if 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 I sat in a room right now, somebody lit up a cigarette, it would trigger old memories. It would trigger old memories. You, you know, I remember when I would go back to Brooklyn and I would go visit my moms. As soon as I would get back to North Carolina, um, or whatever. I would, one one time in particular, um, I went back. I think. That the year I moved to North Carolina, I went back that Christmas. This was in ninety eight. I Went back for Christmas ninety eight. Soon as I got back to North Carolina, fam, I took everything out of my bag and I took it to the basement. We had a we was renting a house, and I took it to the basement. I went straight to the washing machine. Everything got everything got washed. E- even the bag that I had, um, I, I, I had to, I couldn't put the bag in the washing machine, but I took like I sprayed it down, I scrubbed it down, everything like that because it just it just. And it it was, for me, it was deeper than the actual smell. It was the memories that it brought back to my head of everything that was going on at the time. And like I said, I was oblivious to it when I actually lived it. It took for me to move and go back to visit to realize how bad it was. You know what I mean? Gia, it's the boy Product, Life for Product podcast. We will be right back after the break. Stay tuned to the second half of the show. Gia. Gia, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product right now back with the Life of product podcast, shouts out the anchor for the distribution for the sponsorship. um Shouts out to y'all for supporting the show. I am forever grateful. I am grateful in real time. When I, you know what, when a lot of people hit me up about the show and and and, and we converse about everything, I, I always try to express my gratitude because support goes a long way. Of course, you know money to support people, and people still act like it costs a lot of money to support people. Listen, it costs no money to support people, but yet people still act like they're being charged a currency to listen for free to watch for free which is crazy to me so for y'all to take your time out to really support my show to really be like in tune with it and give feedback to share it man to to to, to give me words of encouragement to keep on going i am forever grateful from the bottom of my heart G- this is episode 88 have you healed yet have you healed yet i told y'all i'm about 75 percent healed i there's there's another 25 there's, a, there's another 25 percent of me that's that's not healed and and then like I said, it's because of um, well, for me, it's because of life experiences, but it's because of things that people have done to me. And I don't, and I don't, like, yo, listen, man, there's there's people that, I, and I told y'all before, there's people, I got a short list of people that gotta run this fate. You you're gonna have to run this fate at a certain point with me. Let's, let's, let's get it over with so we could go on about our lives. Because what y'all did is unforgivable. The disrespect that you've given me is unforgivable. And it it don't work like that. We grown. We grown men. You know, like a lot. I've I've encountered people in life that you you could just tell they haven't healed from the things that they from the the wrongdoings that have been t- done to them from their life experiences. You know, sometimes you can feel like life did you wrong. You know, I I got an ex who I hate very much, and I'm not trying to use her to quote unquote butter my jokes. I don't I don't do that. And this is not a joke. This is very serious. You know, what I'm saying I have an ex I hate very much. Um, it didn't work out. Um And I'm glad it didn't work out. Thank God it didn't. Um, I had to walk away from that. Um, she's a very damaged person. A very damaged person. She had her, her, her oldest daughter, her first child passed away five minutes after her giving birth. And, and this is not me trying to pull her business out there, but I'm, I'm trying to make a point to y'all. Sometimes it's not your fault you haven't healed from the situations that you encountered. Listen to me. Sometimes it is not your fault that you haven't healed from the things that you went through. Now, it's your fault when you don't take the necessary steps to heal from from the situations that you've encountered. But it's initially not your fault. She she gave birth to you know a baby girl uh, some uh, years ago, and unfortunately, the, the child passed away five minutes after you know her giving birth. Imagine you on 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 the operating table. You know, you holding your child and your child you you're watching and feeling the life from this baby you just carry for nine months leaving your body. You know what I'm imagine that. That's that's something I, I cannot imagine that. I that's that's I cannot imagine that. It's very unfortunate. Um she carried that pain for years. People in her family carried that pain for years. But I noticed things about her. I noticed that she would she would have random, you know, she would break down and cry randomly. Scream about it randomly and she's allowed to feel that way. What you're not allowed to do is take it out on other people. If you want to take it out on anybody, take it out on life, get mad at life about it, get mad at yourself about it. I'm not saying it's your fault because it's not. It's one of the things that happen, but don't take it out on other people. Don't. The world did not do that to you. Circumstance did that to you. The world didn't do that to you. People that were down for you did not do that to you. So what is that person gonna do to heal? I don't know. I don't speak to that person no more. What can that person do to heal? How can you heal from that? That's that's and honestly. I think she needs therapy. I think she needs. I haven't seen this person in quite a few years now. We don't speak anymore. But the person who I knew she was needed therapy. Needed therapy. You know, it's it's kind of how. What do you what do you talk How how do you as a therapist? How do you console that person? How do you talk to that person? What what outlets? Do you tell that person to, you know, to, to, to go through, to get where they need to be emotionally and mentally, even spiritually after that, that a, a situation like that can cause a person to lose their faith in God. You know what I mean? That's, that's a test right there. That's a test I never want to go through. I I never want to go through a test like that. So, you know, usually when, when we have loved ones that pass away, we're told to remember the good times, right? remember the good times we look at photos we we live in a digital era we have videos of those people we have we still have that person's social media page to where we could go back this day last year and see what they were thinking what status did they update what live videos did they have she didn't have that unfortunately with that child she did not have that her child literally the life from her child was ripped from her five minutes after being born that's that that is oh it's sad it's sad so this this I've, i've watched this person i don't know who that person who she was before that i have no idea who she was before that but i'm willing to flip a coin and say it affected her and changed her because a person who i know not a good person not a good person at all this person this person lies this person deceives this person does a lot of things and and I'm not gonna sit here and say that's okay because it's not okay. It's it's okay to feel damaged from the death of your child. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to scream, yell. What's not okay is because you have not healed yet to damage other people to where other people are gonna need healing. Now, now other people are gonna need healing. Now, I personally know people that know you that need healing from you from the things that you said and done and caused in their life. So, you know, I'm not I'm not taking jabs at this person. I'm trying to really use this as an example that when when the world hits you, you don't you don't transfer that those punches to people. You don't you don't don't use people as your punching bag, and that's one of the worst things to do. A lot of us have done that before. I've done that before, and I'm going to be 100 percent real. It's I stopped. I don't do that. It's it's not something I made a habit of. Me, one thing I'll do is if a person gives me a certain set of energy and you, you're disrespectful to me, then I'm gonna use you as a punching bag. I'm gonna verbally, I'm gonna get under your skin and I'm gonna make you feel horrible if you come at me like that and you give me that energy. I'm a, I'm a let you swing first type of person. You know what I'm saying? Some people might say that's toxic. No, I'm an adult, I'm allowed to do that. It's not toxic at all. What to, What's toxic is when you start with me, when you hit me first, quote unquote. If you verbally hit me first, if you emotionally hit me first, expect a 10-piece. I'm going to hit you with a Mortal Kombat combo. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're doing in life. Hit me hard, I'm going to hit you harder. Very harder. Very hard. Yeah, I mean, bad English. (laughs) But no, to keep it real with you, what what can this person do to heal? You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure this person has crept on my show and listened to the show. And that's cool. Listen to it. This is me. I am talking about you. I am talking about you. You know exactly who I'm talking about. You need to go heal. You need to go heal. You have not healed yet. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The person I knew up to a few years ago did not heal. That person needs therapy. And I, I strongly encourage people to get therapy, man. I, I I, know people personally that have gotten therapy. And they told, they all said the same thing. They, They all said it was the best thing that they've ever done. And I think that's amazing. I think it's amazing when you take that wall that's in front of you and you break it down and you sit with a stranger, a professional stranger, and you just let it all out. You just let it all out. I feel like when a person goes to therapy, see, some of y'all go to therapy and lie. Y'all be lying. I know y'all be lying to y'all therapists. Y'all be keeping it 100% real with y'all therapists. Stop. Chill, boy. I know you ain't doing that. And you know what I'm saying? It's not cool. If you're going to, first of all, you're paying for that, it ain't free ain't no therapist free you know what i'm saying it's not unless you want medicaid or something then or medicare or whatever then hey maybe it is free for you but even you're supposed you're still spending time time is a currency why, why why pay out of pocket why spend time to go sit with the professional that's there to help you heal you and lie about it keep it real with them i think it's great to sit down with a person a professional and let all your emotions out you might learn things about you that you never learned before my, my therapy is my podcast. I've learned things about me just talking and talking to other people that I've interviewed. And I'm walking away like, wow, like I needed that. I, I needed that. That was my medicine. You know what I'm saying? That baby my ibuprofen, baby. My gear. But not um, have you healed yet. I'm praying that everyone listening to the show today has healed or they set themselves on a path to heal. Because healing is something that us, especially in the black community, we haven't been afforded the luxury of i know a lot of older black people that took the pain from the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and they still hold it today they walk they're walking with that pain every day that is unfair to these people it's sad because it might have damaged their creativity it might have damaged their goals i know people that had goals but they were damaged and they could not heal from that damage and they did not achieve nothing that they set their minds to if if these people could go back 30 years from now and and, and talk to their younger selves and say, hey, don't go here today. Don't listen to this person. Don't do that. This is going to happen, but you'll be all right. Sometimes we need to just be told we'll be all right. If they could go back 30 years and tell their younger selves everything is going to be all right, come back to the future, they might be a millionaire. They might be the happiest person in the world. They might've been damaged and never healed, or they might've been damaged and healed and been in the most beautiful relationship they ever seen in their life. Because a lot of people that haven't healed, they don't know, they they carry that weight into relationships and they don't know how to remove it from off their shoulders. They don't know how to talk to their partner. They don't know how to listen to their partner whenever their partner is feeling a certain type of way because they're so focused on what they've been through. Sometimes you got to be a rock for that partner when you ain't feeling solid that day. You might not be feeling solid that day and that person needs a rock. Your household will need a rock. So how do you get past that point to where you can lose all of that dead weight and be the best you that you can be? I cannot answer that question for you. You got to figure that out yourself. Gia, it's the boy product, life of product podcast, episode 88. Have you healed yet? Check out the next episode. I'm going to hit you all with that heat, baby. I'm out. Gia.